Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee, episode number 23 for the month of June. I trust you're having a great morning. Now, just a little announcement. We are reading through the book Good News live uh, for these next few days. We did our first installment yesterday afternoon. We'll do our next one this afternoon, uh, probably around 2.33 in the afternoon. And so if you want to be a part of that and listen as we read through the book and also ask questions while we're reading it make sure you are uh, set a reminder for these next few days around two or three in the afternoon pacific time all right well let's jump into our hochma today and if you are just joining us welcome welcome if you're wondering what hochma is hochma is the hebrew word for wisdom and it's our goal in this podcast just every single morning to give out a daily dose of wisdom from god's word and so if that's interesting to you make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of these podcasts that come out and also we are doing a giveaway of the book good news every month and until i say we're not doing it anymore and if you want to be entered to win a copy of the book for free make sure you are a subscriber on our youtube channel and then on our latest videos there'll be a link in the description of the video and you click that link fill out the little form and you'll be entered to win and you only have to enter once and every single month i'll be going in and finding somebody uh to send a book to my voice was given out there and so if you want to be entered make sure you're a subscriber on the youtube channel and fill out that form all right well let's jump into our chokhmah for today our wisdom for today and we're in matthew 13 still and we're looking at verse number 44 and verse 44 actually begins a trilogy of parables if you haven't noticed there was a hard turn from very clear teaching to very mysterious teaching, and it all hinged on when the Pharisees blasphemed the Holy Spirit. After that time, Jesus went into a hidden uh, parable-type mode, and so we'll see in verse number 44, uh, one of the parables that's part of this trilogy, and people say that the first one is talking about Uh, God's people of the Jews, the second one has to do with the Christians, and the third one has to do with the unbelievers. We'll look at it and we'll see how valid that is, but I do think there is a great, uh, great explanation of uh, verse number 44, and let's read it together and then dive into it, and I'll try to be as quick as possible when jumping into this. And so it says this, again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to treasure hid in a field, which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all he hath, and buyeth that field. Now, one way that you can interpret this, that I have interpreted it like my whole life, is that, you know, when you see the kingdom of God, when you see it come near you, you see how rich it is, how much of a treasure it is, and you're willing to give up everything so that you might have that treasure. That's the way I have, you know, interpreted it for my whole life. But I was doing some study and someone else interpreted it a little bit differently. And I want to share with you that interpretation. And they say that the man is Jesus. And let's let's kind of flesh this out and think about it, meditate on this for a little bit and see which one is really, you know, closer to what the Bible's really saying. And so let's look at it as if it's Jesus. And they said that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hid in a field. And so this is the treasure, right? The kingdom is this treasure, and it's hidden in the field. And the reason why this commentator took this approach, it was John Phillips, he he took this approach because the field in the other passages was the world, right? And so he's seeing Jesus look at this world, and he can see the treasure 
of the future kingdom. And he pulls on Hebrews when he says, Who for the joy set before him endured the cross. And that joy is the future, uh, complete authority over uh, this world, the, the sin eradicated world. And so he's saying that this is what this is playing on. And I, you know, I'm starting to see it. And he says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field. So the kingdoms in this field, the world, and it's just a small, it's a hidden treasure. And he says, when a man hath found it, when Jesus comes and he sees the potential, he hideth it. And that's what happened once they blasphemed. He hideth the kingdom, right? And for joy thereof goeth and selleth all he hath. And this is Jesus giving it all on the cross. And then he buys that field. He After the cross, he gets the world. And that is true. When Jesus died on the cross... He defeated Satan's hold on this creation, and it's now his. He has the keys. He has the rights. And so I do see that parallel. Is it the perfect interpretation? I'm not sure, and I'll be very honest with you. And these parables, they're tough, and they are hidden. That's what they're meant to be. And so I'll I'll kind of give you a few of the interpretations that are out there, and then meditate on it and pray about it, and have God help you as you study through it. We're going to... Uh, tomorrow, jump into the Pearl of Great Price and then the Large Net. And then we'll talk about all three of them on the day after that and just see how do these play together? Did we get them right? And so I hope this is a blessing to you. Let's think about the application, though. Even if this is talking about Jesus, I do believe the application is when there is something of incredible value, such as the kingdom of heaven, it demands a sacrificing all and going and ascertaining it. And so, friend, I challenge you, if there's something in the way, and, and maybe it's your job, maybe it's a hobby, and it's keeping you away from being fully devoted to Jesus and fully engaged in his work, maybe it's time to sell some things, right? This man sold everything that could compete with it, all so that he could have enough funds to purchase and to be a part of this kingdom. And I think that we need to take that same approach. I mean, if Jesus was willing to give all so that we could have this future, this kingdom, then shouldn't we also give all? I mean, shouldn't there be nothing that stands between us and being a part of what Jesus has for us? I think not. And so, friend, I'm going to challenge you this morning to take stock of your life. What's the priorities? Is your priority... uh, I mean, it could be your hobbies, it could be your work, it could be, for some of you, your gardening, it could be your, uh, we could go through your kids. Friends, there should be nothing that is a higher priority than Jesus and what he asks us to do. And so may we be like this man who sells everything we have so that we could go and we can have part of this amazing treasure. Well, I hope you guys have a great morning today, great rest of your day. Hopefully I'll see you today in the afternoon as we uh, do our live stream and I will talk to you tomorrow.